0: The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olalea of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Praise God. That oh, was an awesome, awesome, awesome exhortation. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm about to shake you guys up again. I said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Amen. Praise God. All right. Um. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Lord, as we um, begin to examine your word um, today, we thank you for giving us clarity. And we thank you for opening our eyes to see and our minds to understand. Just name, and everybody said. Okay, so we're going to be looking at four important virtues. Four important virtues. Hallelujah. Four important virtues and we're going to start with honor. Four important virtues
1: first of which is honor. Honor. Hallelujah. Look at Ephesians chapter number six and verse
0: one. Ephesians six and verse one. What does it say? It says children obey your parents in the Lord for it is right. Verse two. All right. Everybody ready? You want to go? It says what? Honor thy father and mother, which is what? The first commandment with what? With promise. All right. Verse 3, that it might be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Honor thy father and mother. Honor thy father and mother. Honor thy father and mother. What does it mean to honor? To honor simply means to treat and call special what God calls special. To honor means to treat and call special what God calls special. Okay? To place importance on what God places importance on. It is to place importance on what God places importance on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now that word honor, all right, in the in the Hebrew is actually kavod or kabod, where we have the word
1: glory.
0: Glory.
1: Glory.
0: Glory. So when you honor your father and mother, what that is saying is that you see them as VIPs. Whoever you honor, you have chosen to actually place importance on the relationship or place importance on their words. Place importance on their instruction. You place importance on that, their point of views. So if honor is the same word as glory, all right, and honor is the same word as weight, to so honor another means to give weight or dignity to their person, their views, their instructions, their words.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This is important. This is important.
0: Honor. Now, many times in this, uh, in the young generation, many people don't know, understand what honor is. They don't, want, they don't understand what honor is. Even many Christians do not understand what honor is. They don't know what honor is. Because, you know, I walk, walk independent generation, so everybody wants to do you know, what they feel is right. The Bible talks about that, that there's a generation, there was a generation in Scripture, that every man did what was right in their own eyes. Multiplicity of views, not singularity of views, not views that are regulated and influenced by Scripture. Everybody did what was right in their own, all right, in their own eyes. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, let us continue.
1: Honor.
0: Honor. Now, of Moses says, Honor your father and mother. He is saying to treat them with dignity and glory. That your parents must be worthy in your eyes. Alright? Alright, but that's not all what honor means. If you turn to Mark, to Mark's Gospel chapter 7, verse 10 to 13. the Mark's Gospel chapter 7, verse 10 to 13. Honor is not just in words. Honor is also in substance. It says, For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso corset father or mother, let him die the death. This is the law of Moses. 11. All right? But he say, If a man shall say to his father or mother, it is korban. That means it's a gift. That is to say a gift. By whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, He shall be free. The next verse now says what? And ye allow him or suffer him no more to do aught for his father and mother. So that means when he's talking about father and mother here in context, honor for father and mother in context, what Jesus is talking about is in honor, all right, in connection to what? What you do for father and mother. Praise the Lord. What you do, what you give, what you make available for father and mother. Therefore, it is impossible to honor without giving.
1: Scriptural honor includes material giving. For the person you honor, you give to. Hallelujah. The
0: person you honor, you give to. The person you honor, you give to. Hallelujah. Very, very important to see. Look at First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17 to 18. First Timothy 5, 17 to 18 talks about Paul is instructing Timothy to take care and ensure pastors, those who labor in word and doctrine, are honored. Look at what he says. He says, Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. The word honor there is the Greek word time. That is, if you read it as an English person, you will say time. Praise God. Time. But Timothy there actually talks about money. Money. So when Timothy says, um, Paul says, let the elders that rule will be counted worthy of double money. He's saying um, double honor. He's saying let the elders that rule will be counted worthy of double pay. So he's saying as a pastor, who is an administrator of a church, if you have um, elders that are Uh, full-time, or, you know, they draw some pay, or they minister to the people, he's saying, listen, the ones that are faithful in teaching sound doctrine double their pay, all right? Now, he uses the word honor, because if you check, as with honor your father and your mother, and honor, all right, those who minister in word and doctrine, you can see that you cannot honor a person without that honor being manifested in the value you present to that fellow materially. You honor Steve Jobs and Apple phones and you pay the highest amount of money for it. How many of you understand that many people would rather go and spend half a million naira, 600,000 naira on an iPhone than you gave them a uh, Lenovo, or, or what? Techno, one hundred thousand on iPhone for free. Praise God! I can tell you that if we, someone came here and gave you an iPhone twelve, and someone came and gave you like a Techno or all these new phones, your reaction will not be the same. Am I right? Why? Because of the value you place. You understand? So the value you place on a thing on a person will determine what you are able to what release or write to honor that person. So if you honor your parents, it will show in what you are able to, what you're willing to part with to give to them. You cannot honor
1: without giving. It is the same thing for the word.
0: You cannot honor the word without giving time to the word. You cannot Honor the Holy Spirit without spending time with the Holy Spirit, you give up. You spend on whomever it is or whatever it is you honor.
1: So, if you're
0: asked, "What do you honor?" All right, we will be able to know what you honor from the quantum or the. the volume or the quality of what you've given up for the what and who you honor. The man of the word who honors the word will spend time with the word
1: and his allegiance is to the word. Are you
0: seeing that? Are you seeing that? Alright? If you honor your church and your pastor, it will show
1: in your attitude towards the meetings.
0: Glory to God. It is true. In your attitude towards the meetings, you will not miss church. When there's an instruction given, you are inclined to obey them. You understand what I'm saying? All right. You will not take on, you know, for example, if you're not going to be around for something because of honor and because the, the, Person of the, your spiritual leader and the person that has oversight over you is important. You go and say, I will not be here at this time for this and this reason, or I will not be available. Hallelujah. Whomever you honor is respected in your eyes and valued in your eyes. Whomever you dishonor is cheap and flippant in your eyes. I was looking at someone, I was looking at... Um, some discussion about people talking about parents <clears throat> in marriage do you understand that for example if you want to get married and your parents say no all right what do you do and as I was looking at that discussion i realized there was something that was missing what was missing was honor some young folks actually do not honor their parents
1: Praise God. Honoring your parents
0: does not mean you agree with every single position they take. But you see, there is a spirit of honor. In that, if you don't agree with a position, hallelujah, there is a way you will know and it will show that despite the fact that you don't agree with a position, you honor the person or honor the, you know, the institution you don't agree with. Praise the Lord. Honor.
1: Honor. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at Matthew 13, 57. Why am I telling you about honor? You see, because the truth about it is that you will not be able to go far without honor because in in the realm of God, things are released and things are received based on the principle of honor. The principle of honor. Why is it that a man... All right, hears the gospel, believes it, and is credited with salvation. Why? Because is told that the one who promised is faithful to perform. So I place honor, I, I, I consider the words of Jesus, the promises of God, as weighty enough to trust my eternal salvation to him. Hallelujah. So many a times when you understand what honor and dishonor is, you find out that unbelief is dishonor. It means you heard the word of God and you considered it alright to light. You considered it unimportant and said, nah, what's that? Some consider the words of men more
1: powerful and more trustworthy than the words of God. Alright, look at what he says.
0: Hallelujah. Now look at Jesus. Jesus goes to his um, hometown. Let's look at from verse 55. He goes to his hometown. There, went there in his capacity as a prophet of the living God. And when he gets there, they didn't receive his ministry. Look at 55. Alright, 1355. It's not this. He goes there. Listen. He goes there in his capacity as a prophet. He goes there in his capacity as a ministry gift. But, they say, it's not This, the carpenter's
1: son. Praise
0: God. Praise God. He said, is not this, the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary, And his brethren, James, and Hosea, and Simon, and Judah. So they did his family history for him. Glory to God. What is this telling you? It is very challenging to honor an individual or a person where familiarity has set in. And the truth about it is that where there is a tendency for familiarity, honor must be intentional.
1: Where there is a tendency
0: for familiarity, honor must be what? Intentional. Look at this. He said, this is is God in flesh, you. He said, it's not this, the carpenter's son. A carpenter is talking to us as a prophet. What do you mean? It's not his carpenter, so it's not his mother called Mary and his brethren James and Hosea and Simon and Judas. Look at verse 56. Next verse. What does it say? He says, And his sisters, are they not all with us? Uh-uh, his sisters. I toasted one of his sisters yesterday. did. coming to talk to me as a prophet. What's that? Are they not all with us? Whence then are this man all these things? Where did he get it from? 57. And they were offended in him. They were what? They were
1: what? They took offense. Ah! And that's another thing. Who you take offense in. If you are easily offended
0: and easily disrespect an individual, it is actually an indication that you do not honor them. Hallelujah. They were offended in Jesus because they didn't see anything valuable and weighty about him. Who are you to talk to us as a a servant of God? Who are you to talk to us as a mouthpiece of God? Who are you to talk and prophesy? Who are you to talk and try, try to explain scriptures to us?
1: You are a carpenter. They were offended. Check it.
0: Whoever has kind of oversight over you, authority over you, and all that you are able to easily walk in dishonor to. You understand? Or that you are, e- 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 you are able to easily get offended in. If you check your heart, you have walked or began to walk in dishonor towards that person for a while. The fruit of dishonor is offense. When dishonor gives birth, what it will give birth to is offense. Offense. And offense blocks the
1: access.
0: In the realm of the Spirit, in the things of the Spirit, the offended cannot receive from God. And the offended cannot, be, cannot receive from the vessel they are offended at. You're offended at your parents, you cannot receive from your parents. If you're offended at your, your, your leader, cell leader, you cannot receive. Even if that cell leader is vibrating at the frequency of God, you will not be able to receive from that person because you are offended. An offended heart is a closed heart. That's why whenever the devil wants to attack a Christian and wants to ensure that ministry is closed to a Christian, all right, such that water doesn't flow to that garden, the garden of the Christian anymore, is that he tries to get that believer into offense. Tries to get that believer into offense because if you can get him into offense, no matter what is going on around him, it will not get into him. Hallelujah. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? That's what he does. So, you see, that's why you have to be careful of, le- you, know, you know, you know, ah, you know. I- I've seen a lot of folks that actually, um, you know, if you if you if mean Christian in a while, you will see a lot of, you hear a lot of stuff about pastors, these pastors did that, that pastor did that, and stuff like that. Now, you see, yes, there are some pastors that have done really crazy stuff. But be very careful how much of that information you feed on. Because if you feed on it too much, let me tell you what will happen. What will happen eh, is that you will now become offended at the ministry gift called pastors. And in your eyes, they will now be what? Uh, In your eyes. Once they become cheap in your eyes, what's going to happen? You will now find out that you walk in dishonor to pastors and not put any weight on that ministry, on that office. And when they want to minister to you, you won't be able to receive. Glory to God. And unfortunately for you, when God wants to minister to
1: men, he uses who? Men. So I hear
0: people say, God, touch me directly. Say stupid prayer. He's not going to touch you directly. He use a man. Someone says, I, oh, I fellowship with the Holy Spirit alone in my room. Oh, this. how did you know you could fellowship with the Spirit in your room? Is it not a man that wrote a book or a message you heard? of someone's experience. Are you following what I'm saying? So that means that you knew about that. Your hunger for the things of God was dead because of what a man or woman said. Why do you use a man? Because God has instituted it like that. That is why, for example, in Acts chapter 10, an angel appears to Cornelius. Cornelius was a giver. Cornelius was a religious man, was always praying. An angel appeared to Cornelius, but didn't preach the gospel to Cornelius, but sent Cornelius, all right, sent what? All right, tell, to Cornelius, go and meet a man. Because if the angel preached the gospel to Cornelius, would the angel follow him up? with the angel pastor him week in, week out? You follow that? Yeah. Paul was, alright, arrested by Christ on his way to Damascus. Notice something. Jesus, in the vision, didn't preach the gospel to him. Jesus didn't get in fear with the holy ghost. Jesus told, or I said, listen, go to this, and somebody will meet you. Then, Jesus now instructed
1: a man. So the
0: Lord, the Lord will not teach you what he has put in a man to teach you. Because the teaching of, when he's teaching you through a man, the Lord is teaching you. Why? You see, the reason why it's like that is this it's because of discipline, submission, and growth. Because you cannot truly really grow. If you have not learned how to submit. And submission is not a bad word. You understand? A lot of feminists make submission look like one bad word. I can I submit to you? Are you my master? Yes, that's how they think about submission. That submission is a master-slave relationship.
1: Submission is alignment. Is what? Praise God. Align things work. Things not aligned don't work. If you check and you notice that things are not working in your life, check your alignment. Check your alignment.
0: And they were offended in him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without what? Honor. Save in his own country and in his own what? House. Two places. Country. That means all right, his king's man, and in his own house, that is wife and kids.
1: Wife and kids. The closer you are to a person, the higher the likelihood you dishonor them. That is why honor must be intentional.
0: Praise the Lord. You know, sometimes even in ministry, you find out that you are more likely to honor people, ministers at far away, people that you don't know. Praise God. And that's I always try, I teach on honor regularly. I, I try to teach on honor regularly. I sometimes, there was a time I found out, even in church, I found out that every time I go out to minister, the move of the Spirit was always,
1: you get it. Because
0: where I'm going, they've not met me before. The pastor has talked about the pastor Femi is coming. Oh, pastor Femi, oh, pastor Femi. So everyone's like, "Oh, there's someone coming. Ooh. It's, I mean, it's the best thing. It's sliced bread, praise God. I mean, whoo. So they're like, ah, they fasted, and they are waiting to receive. I mean, one day I just went to the, to the minister somewhere. The, the anointing was flowing. The power of God was flowing like, you know, infrared. I just like, you. just do it. Take it. No need to shout. It. And they take it. Ah, uh-uh. ah. Like, so I was, I, I enjoyed day one. Day two, it was sweeter. Day three, I was throwing jackets. At the bar, like, and the thousand people there, and they were just going on and blah, ah. So Because the truth is this if a minister ministers in an atmosphere where he's dishonored for a long time, he will get to a point, he will begin to question whether he's anointed.
1: Amen. Because The flow of
0: the Spirit. Is more. Dependent. On the attitude. Of those receiving. Than on the condition. Of the person giving.
1: The flow of the Spirit. Is
0: more dependent. On the attitude. Of the person receiving. Than on the condition. Of the person given. It is why at Nazareth nobody really got healed. They are in another place. They tear off the ceiling of the house. To get to Jesus. And they get healed. They get to a point where everybody gets healed. Mark, Mark 5 woman with the issue of blood gets healed. Jairus' daughter gets raised from the dead. It was not dependent on Jesus' condition. It was dependent on the attitude of those around Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember you find there was a particular lady. She was a colleague of mine. We went to same school So, it's a wonderful testimony, in fact. Literally just really happened. <laughs> so, um, she sends me a message. She said, and the funny thing was the Lord has spoken to me about her before. She sent that message. But because I didn't have that close relationship, I don't want to just enter people's. You understand now? Right? Now I'm shy. You don't want to enter people's message and be saying stuff. You, do, you don't know how this social media thing, before you know, it, someone has screenshotted the thing and put it, uh, <laughs> so I kept the thing to myself. So when she sent me a message, so she said, me, pray for me. I, okay, she now asked for prayer. I said, eh, eh, I now have the platform to. I give her a word. I the Lord, I see your marital, this, 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 this. You will be married. This is going to be done. Blah, blah, blah. And it's soon. I think she now sent me a message or something. She said, Pastor, what are you talking about? There's no man in the picture. Like, there's nobody. There's no, if there was anybody that maybe we were, I was iron and it was eyeing, There's nothing like that. He said, what's my own? Here's what I see. I see coming. Everything is going to blah 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 blah. He said, Amen. It may so it be it unto me according to the word.
1: Hallelujah. Six months later,
0: Bobo showed up. Amen. And he showed up ready to marry. Not uh, let us mingle to today, too. You know, I mm, want to marry you. Very serious. Love the Lord. Blah 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 blah. In six months they are married she now sent me the picture. She said, Pastor, I'm married, though. She said, oh, I
1: said, glory to God, glory to God, hallelujah,
0: yeah. Just like that, married. I've not, I've not seen that person in 10 years. Do not let proximity make it difficult for you to receive a vessel. Rejoice at prophetic instructions And rejoice and respond to the operations in the vessel God has appointed to you, all right, you know, as that person being an oracle of God. Do not let proximity make you look lightly on who has been sent to you. Hallelujah. Let us move on because of time. Is anybody learning anything from this?
1: I hope you know that honor for electricity is what makes you move carefully around a naked wire. Hmm.
0: If you dishonor that naked wire, it would make you understand why it is a naked wire, right? Are you following? So that means that for things you place value on and for things you place honor, there's a protocol to relating with them. You understand it's a protocol to relate in and when it comes to spiritual things, because you see, the way the spiritual realm is, the same power of God that blesses one
1: can harm another. Hallelujah!
0: You say, Apostle, ah, are you sure? A ah. the sorcerer wasn't he blind for a season? And Ananias and Sapphira. I hope you know that it was based on, you know, when you go and lie to a man of God, you know that's dishonor. You don't lie to somebody you honor. Praise the Lord. You don't lie to somebody you honor. To lie to a person means you do not consider the person smart enough to detect that you are lying. And Peter, then, he just got born again. He hadn't grown properly spiritually. Are you Mm -hmm. following Moses was seen inside him. So he, he unleashed the Moses in him. <laughs> Praise God. Look at John 8:49. Four important virtues. I'm still on the first one. Abby? Okay. God is the most important of what I want to share to you. Will I say it's most important? It's most important on my heart that we should share on. Same thing. John 8.49. Now look at what he says. Let's start from verse 46. Here, they said Jesus had a devil because he was working miracles. Which of you convinces me Convinces me of sin? All right. And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? Right? Why do you not what? Believe me. What does that tell you? He says, if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? Next verse. He that is of God, heareth God's word, ye therefore hear them not because you are not of God. Now, verse 48. He says, then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil. Hallelujah. I hope you know that is tribalism. The Jews were actually very racist. You you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) No, they were racist. No, that's the truth. Actually, that's the honest truth. They were racist. The Jews never considered Gentiles equal with them. So it influenced how they related with Gentiles. Hallelujah. They they were racist. They were racist against the Samaritan, racist against genders. That's why it is in Christ, racism disappears. Because there is neither Jew nor what, Gentile. There is neither what, born nor what, free. Racism disappears in Christ. Classism disappears in Christ. Sexism disappears in Christ. Because there is neither what, male nor what, female. So all that is, is Christ. Glory to God. So I say, all that is, is Christ. Hallelujah. He said, then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil. Now, verse 49. He says, Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father and you do dishonor me. The honour, the way Jesus honored his father was to believe every word his father said to him. Hallelujah. All right, the way the Jews dishonored Jesus was that they questioned and were unbelieving towards the words that Jesus said to them, which means faith in words is an expression of honor. Hallelujah! Elisha, during a famine, went to the king of Israel and said that, hey, according to the time of life in 24 hours, all right, every single thing is going to be normal economically. King of Israel believed, but the right-hand man of the king said that even if God opens the windows of heaven, this thing that Elijah has said is not going to happen. All right? And you know, prophets in the Old Testament didn't take kindly toward dishonor. Under you know, uh, we are under the grace of God. What has happened is all right, there is the fruit of the spirit in the New Testament prophets hallelujah! Praise the Lord, uh huh. That's the difference. So, Elisha didn't take kindly to this honor. So, once the right hand guy said that, do you know what Elisha said? They didn't send him this one, he said, though. What God sent him was the economic recovery, but when he had someone, because in effect. What that man called Elisha, was he called him a what? A liar. He dishonored him. So Elisha said that your eyes will see it, but your mouth will not taste of it. Because dishonor has consequences. Be very careful about whom you dishonor. Especially dishonoring personalities... Alright, and institutions God said you should honor. I'll give you seven, seven, seven folks you should honor from Scripture. Number one, the Lord and His Word.
1: The Lord and His Word. Alright, in the Old Testament you tell us you honor the Lord,
0: alright, with your substance and the first fruit of your increase. So it's talking about honoring the Lord materially, you know, that's under the law of Moses, and it applies also in the New Testament. So when talking about honoring the Lord, honoring the word, we are talking about, look at the word of the Lord, and look at, all right, the things that have to do with him as precious and weighty. Let the things of the gospel, the things of the Lord, have
1: VIP status in your mind. Second, if in folks you should honor your parents.
0: Don't be the Christian that speaks in tongues but walks in dishonour to your parents. <laughs> you want to get married, honor your parents and ensure you carry them along. Don't be the Christian that will be saying things like it doesn't matter what you think. I'm independent. I'm I know what I'm doing.
1: You understand? You know what I'm doing.
0: They don't like it. I'll marry without them. I'll go to the court. It's my decision. I'm not your parents. When you talk like that, you don't have
1: spiritual sense. These
0: things are principles. I remember I was a I, was a, I think a young lady and a guy who the parents said they don't want that. No, don't marry yet. That they didn't pray about it. They're not giving their permission. They're not giving their consent. And you know, now these people tell that they had rev. They said they have rev, that they are blessed in Christ with spiritual blessings. How of you know that, that Ephesians 6 1, where it says, All right, go back there. Let me show you something. I want to show you something. So that you see it. Because in case you think it's Old Testament, you find that. Ephesians, is it Old Testament or New Testament? Okay. Children, huh? obey your parents in the Lord. First is obey. This is right. Obey your parents in the Lord is talking about your parents in the Lord. You right? You know your parents in the Lord is different from father and mother. Your parents in the Lord is talking about spiritual oversight. Is that do you understand? Do you understand? All right, because you could have parents that are not in the Lord. Parents in the Lord is talking about those who have spiritual oversight. So he says, obey them. Why is he telling you to obey them? Because your parents in the Lord would not ask you to do anything that is in contradiction to the word. You understand? And you are to obey them as long as they instruct you in alignment with the word, in alignment with the Lord. Is this clear? Come on, is this clear? He now says, now, verse 2, says what? This this is right. He now says, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Okay? And we've explained what honor is, right? To call sacred what God calls sacred then also refers to what taking care and giving material gifts to. He says that it may be well with thee. So that means he's saying, honor for parents has a direct causality in it being well with you on the earth. That it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. Two things. All right. For it to be well with you and for you to live long on the earth. All right. It's tied to honor for father and mother. Amen. So this particular sister and brother. All right. Um, you know. Uh, I think we're, 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 I knew I knew them, their we friends for a while, school together and things like that. So they the parents didn't say no. The parents just said, just chill, wait. We think that one or two things need to be done first and stuff like that and all. They didn't listen. They married without their parents' consent and without either parents present at the wedding. And they got to, and, you know, and they had a child, all right, and all. But there was something that happened. The marriage was raw. Ah, it was as though both were qualified people. They went to school and all, but the marriage was rough. Nothing, I seen Things did not move. Nothing. Ah, they were speaking tongues, speaking tongues. Speak. Nothing moved. Nothing. No, in Everybody will get one breakthrough and stuff. They will get nothing. They will start a business. Everything will be nice on paper, nice design, but nothing. The Lord spoke to them. Go and settle things with your you didn't marry right. I can't put my blessing on this. He went back to the parents, said to them, We are sorry. I apologize. You understand? Settle the thing. They found deeds like the marriage, you know, right? Then the father gave the daughter away. You understand? They honor the father, they let him play his role. As someone who raised this child, till you were able to come and see her to marry. Did all of that, exchanged gifts, and he said a prayer for them. That was it. That was it. Everything changed on them. There was no need for deliverance. There was no need for out, coming out. No, it was just obedience. Stop trying to get by spiritual. Gymnastics. What requires obedience?
1: Amen. Let me say it again. Stop trying to get by spiritual gymnastics. What just requires what? Obedience. Praise the Lord. Praise
0: the Lord. Pastor I regularly can ask my wife. I do things for my dad and my parents. And all I want him to do is pray for me. I don't want him to ask him to pray. I want to do it in such a point because when you do something, you know, you know, when you do something, the prayer will come out on us. You understand what I'm talking about? Eh. Let's just open up. Ah, to be where we to, eh. Because it's spiritual.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Second service, we are going to be having, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm, we're doing, we're going to do, we're going to enjoy the Holy Ghost Second Service. I, may, I don't know how many of you want that you get. So you will have to let me know if you are looking for COVID compliant laying of hands. Praise God. Yeah, so some of you, if it's COVID compliant you want, we will give you, we we'll minister the spirit by Bluetooth. Glory to God. I you know there are different ways to minister the power now, Ah, uh, are different ways. You don't have to always touch people. You can always transmit. So the Lord and His Word, number two, our parents. Number three, who are we to honor in scriptures? Those who labor over us. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, Philippians 2, 28 to 30. Let's look at Philippians 2, 28 to 30. Those who labor over us, you honor them. You honor them for their work's sake. You honor them for their labor over you. Hallelujah. You know, that thing is actually common, especially sometimes with Christians, in that they give honor to whom is popular instead of giving honor to who labors over them. Hallelujah. And that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Because God is looking... God doesn't look at all of those showbiz stuff. God looks at who actually... Honor... When you talk about honor for spiritual leaders and, you know, spiritual influences... God looks at the deposit of that person in your life. You call it honor. Amen? Because when you, are, you honor those who actually impact you spiritually, or where you, you know, regard those who impact you spiritually, it's called honor. When you start regarding those who don't have any influence in your life, it is called eye service. Did you hear what I said? For example, you know someone who is popular and no, all, but this person has not actually impacted your life. But because that person is popular and you want to be seen to associate with a popular brand, you now begin to say things that are not true. That's eye service. You understand? It's eye service. There's a difference between honor and what? Eye service. Eye service, you do it for strategy. You understand? So, for example, it's for me to begin to see. That I listen to maybe Pastor Adeboye every day. Oh, Pastor Adeboye is such a, I, I, oh you understand because he's popular. I don't listen to Pastor Adeboye every day. Amen. I love him, I respect him, but I don't listen. So to, to claim that is a lie. Praise God. Anyone, anyway, is there someone I listen to very frequently? Yes, Pastor Chris. You understand?
1: That's the truth
0: you understand? Is there somebody I seek is advice and instruction every single day? My pastor, Pastor B.
1: Hallelujah. That's the truth. There is a difference between honor and what? I-service.
0: God does not reward I-service. I it's honor. He rewards. God does not respond to I-service. It's honor. He responds to The power of God flows. He responds to honor, not I-service. I-service is what you do before men, for men to notice you. Glory to God. Honor is your attitude and approach to men, all right, so that God pays attention. So you honor men for God's sake. But eye service you do things that look like honor for men's sake. There's a the difference. So, number three. Okay, Philippians chapter two, 28, 30. The screen is okay, all right. Then number four, you honor brethren. Romans twelve ten. Romans chapter number 12 and verse 10. Because of time, we just, I just call it out. Then you are to honor widows who are widows indeed. 1 Timothy 5, 3. So basically widows. Who do you honor? Why do you honor widows? You honor widows because they are economically disadvantaged. The context in which Jesus, um, um, Paul spoke about honoring widows was from point that they were economically disadvantaged. So you honor them, which means that People in the church, people in the group that do not look materially advantaged or, you know, societally have kind of like any kind of advantage in the physical. You must not walk in dishonor towards them. You must not believe to them. And you must not look at them as less. No, you honor them. Hallelujah. You honor them. Number six, you honor, you honor your bosses at work. Those who have oversight. First Timothy 6.1. And number seven, you honor your body because your body is the temple of the living God. So you treat your body as valuable because your body is the temple of what? The living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So this is the first of the four important virtues. Honor. Praise the Lord. Honor. 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 Honor is a thing of the heart, and also honor is a thing of the hand, and that is what you do physically. So, all right, but the thing about it is that for honor to show in your hands, it must first have taken root where? In your heart. You know, sometimes, anytime I hear, or I see a news about one pastor that was caught in something, and one bad thing about one pastor and other... The truth about it is that my disposition is to first pray, to be concerned why I honor pastors. Praise God. Right? Now, if you do not honor pastors, when you hear those things, your first disposition is towards generalize and condemn. Amen? Generalizations actually are actually, all right, signs of dishonor. When you generalize, so for example, One man does something, you see, all men. You understand? So if you check it at heart, that person dishonors men. All women. One person does something, women are like this. That is dishonor towards women. Whom you dishonor, you will disrespect. Whom you dishonor, you will disrespect. Whom you dishonor, you will malign. And whom you dishonor, you cannot receive from. Hallelujah. So that's why if you dishonor men, you would not be able to enjoy the blessings of a man or the moves from a lover to a husband. Because deep within your heart, something inside you does not accept the company of a man. So once dishonor is out of the way, you are opened up to receive. Praise God. All right. So if there is anything that you must never, you must guard your heart against as a Christian. Guard your heart against dishonor. Guard it. Ha! Ah, guard it. Jealousy. The Bible says, guard your heart diligently. For out of it are the word? Issues of life. So you guard it Jealously.
1: Guard it jealously.
0: Praise God. Jealously. Why? Because the moment you miss it in that place, to, to, to recover his heart.
1: Praise God. To recover
0: his heart recover is hard. Hallelujah. Amen. And develop that capacity in love because one of these we're going to also talk about important virtues. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about loyalty. Then We're going to talk about patience, long suffering, the ability to stand in an uncomfortable situation or in uncomfortable situations for a period of time without losing your composure. The ability to suffer long. It's an
1: important virtue. Hallelujah. It's an important word.
0: Because the truth is, you would not be able to carry out God's plan for your life if you run away at the first sign of inconvenience and discomfort. Let me say it again. You will not be able to carry out God's plan for your life if you run away at the first sign of inconvenience and what? Discomfort. The fact that it's not comfortable does not mean it's not God's plan. That is why long suffering is an important component, an important virtue. Every believer must walk in. Glory to God.
1: Say it aloud, I choose to honor what God honors.
0: I choose to honor what God honors. I choose to honor what God honors. Again, I choose to honor What God honors. I choose to honor whom God honors. I choose to honor whom God honors. I refuse to walk in dishonor. Again, refuse to work in dishonor. I hold as sacred what God holds as sacred. My body is sacred. I hold it as sacred. All right? Um, My parents are sacred. I treat them as sacred. My ministry is sacred. I treat as sacred. Alright, ministers are sacred. I treat as sacred. The word of God is sacred. I treat as sacred. The Holy Ghost is sacred. I treat as sacred. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So the presence of God is sacred. I treat as sacred. Amen. You are a believer. You are not an unbeliever. You are a what? A believer. You are not an unbeliever. There is a culture in the body of Christ. And that culture is a culture of what? Honor. Praise God. Lift up your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikiacc.org. Remain blessed.